0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not that. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. We are back once more for some more weekly news. My name is Zach, of course. And I am Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a statement or a question. It, it could be both. It probably is. Yes. Well, Zach, how's your week been? It's been
2: uneventful.
1: Uneventful? That's
2: all I can say. I mean, all I have is just homework, and then I got back to work uh, finally, so I'm making money again. It works okay. It's <laughs> It's usual. Yeah. Um usual bullshit and whatever that happens at work oh, right. uh, just deal with it yeah exactly i know exactly but what i you're don't work late about. nights yeah exactly Not so anymore. i don't i don't work late nights so I, i'm good with that i just near college definitely definitely affects it
1: oh i don't i don't disagree with that it's something that's fast and on the go and people yeah. know that and people come there
2: uh-huh definitely because
1: How's we're in the same been? chain. <laughs> well uh,
2: Oh yeah. How's your week been?
1: Oh it's been it's been good. I'm on uh, day three of or one hundred and twenty seven, might as well be, of uh, my liquid diet. <laughs> so, uh, uh, i've been thinking been... about nacho cheese for the last three days like a fucking yeah. crackhead and i'm like so that's what i've been addicted to that's why i'm so fat <laughs> it's the goddamn <laughs> nacho cheese i want nachos real fucking bad everybody was like go blend the nachos and i'm like it's supposed to be a liquid it's diet the... not a liquefied diet <laughs> yeah no i
2: don't i don't think putting liquid nachos into your body would be safe for
1: you I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody should drink liquid nachos. That like really just disturbs me. And I can't the, like the meat chunks mixed in with the cheese mixed in with like sour cream, like but all in like the same bite. Like
2: we're basically making lunch juice at that point. <laughs> that, yeah, once you squeeze it. Uh,
1: Ugh. <laughs> <no. laughs> yeah, dude. So nasty.
2: Juice. Now with forty percent extra chunks. Oh God.
1: I forgot, I forgot, we fucking wrote that fucking tagline, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah,
2: so, a while ago, well, whenever me and Jasmine are together, we come up with very bad ideas. (laughs)
1: Bad ideas, but also good ideas at the same time. Also very
2: good ideas, and one of them was lunch juice, which is basically V8, but made out of, like, different (laughs) meats, and vegetables, and... Yeah, we. It it was
1: just real disturbing. Like there's different flavors of lunch juice, and you know, one of them could be nachos. We can make nacho flavored lunch juice. Um, Uh (laughs) Our tagline is
2: "Don't forget the indigestion."
1: Uh Oh yeah, (laughs) now extra spicy. Uh
2: Uh, all right let's get shit. off the gross topic and then yeah 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 <laughs>
1: uh but yeah that's all that's really been going on my week is is school and you know keeping up with these doctors appointments and going to the dentist and finishing up and the liquid homework diet. and the liquid diet and that's i just kinda kinda feel like a yeah. year each day feels like a year Ugh. in three days i've already lost like month. seven and a half pounds
2: damn you got to do a whole month of this too
1: yeah yeah it's some crazy shit like brian said he wanted to do it with me and then like the second day he started eating whole cans of like peas (laughs) and i'm like what the fuck are you doing i was like if you want to do a liquid diet with me just let me know bro
2: <laughs> whole cans of peas.
1: Whole cans of peas. The first day he ate a whole can of corn, and then the second day he ate a whole can of peas. And today he was like, "I, I need to go get a burger. I I just need to go get a burger." And I'm like he at like he he told me that he wanted to do the liquid diet and he was just like well now you're making me feel bad that i want to go get a cheeseburger and i was like yeah accountability partner much question <laughs> mark <laughs> like so i'm just fucking sitting there i'm like are you gonna drink the liquid or not like i i was like i thought you had a strong will don't prove me wrong <laughs> <laughs> Like, because I told him that he should do it, but only for like two weeks and then like go back to uh, eating regularly because it's like, it's yeah. like a, it's like a reset for your liver.
2: Whenever <laughs> It's, it's a just, reset for everything.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: it's crazy. You're basically with a liquid diet. You're kind of just flushing out all the bad shit in your body. It, it's pretty much is what's going on.
1: Yeah. It's just understanding. lowering my sugar level.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Essentially,
1: because like well you know what sugar hasn't been like my number one crave it's been salt but i do consume a lot of sugar because like i didn't realize like and i know it's sad but like i just never read the labels on things and now like i'm tracking all my meals and everything at the same time as like doing everything else and i'm just like wow I can cut this out and I can cut this out because I don't need this and I don't need this. And like my goal is to end up under a thousand, uh, calories a day. And nice. for the most part, I've been doing that except for like day one, I just ate too much food, but it's not food. Like things like cream of wheat, liquid food. Yeah. Liquid food, like thin liquid food. Yeah. Yeah, um, but but I've but been drinking a lot of juice. Hopefully that
2: <laughs> gets better. I mean, like, it, since I know that the first two weeks are going to be so bad. Yeah, I to, mean, like, like I feel like the it. first
1: week is going to be bad, and then after that, it's going to be routine. It only takes, yeah. like, you doing it however many times, like, and it's not a lot before it becomes, like, a routine.
2: Your body just needs to readjust to th- what's happening.
1: Yeah yeah essentially and it's like yeah, actively actively thinking about what i'm eating and how much i'm eating and you know what like today i ate half of the portion of the uh like uh malto meal cream of wheat uh than i normally eat so nice yeah it's it like i'm less hungry if you would
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean, that's probably what's going to do it, is if you eat less <laughs> and start eating, like, this liquid diet. I don't know. It might cut, like, the hunger that you feel. Um.
1: Yeah, well, like, that's what the surgery is going to do. It, like, cuts out the, the area in my stomach that produces uh, the, like, hormone that makes you hungry. Mm. Yeah. So, that'll well. be nice.
2: Now that we're past both our weeks, why don't we get into what's going on in the yeah. news? Hell yeah! I mean, like, there's don't been a lot of your stuff happening over the past week. Uh, especially with the stock market.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, the stock market. Yeah. So that's going to lead us into our first topic here, guys. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know if you guys live under a rock or not but you know wall street bets subreddit uh created a hellscape for uh wall street <laughs> over the last and week and hedge fund managers and hedge fund managers weeks. yes alike each one uh just losing both. billions of dollars because of what's going on yeah but uh um, yeah. I could care less about them, you know what i I could too, because they they have enough money as is and they I know I know money. I kept seeing posts like, yeah, give them their six hundred dollar check <laughs> 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 you'll recover, yeah. don't worry, like no. saying shit like that, and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's really fucking funny, but you know, um gamestop a m c uh dogecoin. Like all of them have been boosted by Wall Street bets, and yeah. uh, Wall Street fucking hates the redditors and uh, the people in like you know like Discord took out a whole the whole group of uh, Wall Street bets subreddit. Like yeah. Discord just deleted it the channel no, yeah no, they deleted like, it
2: and then they tried to make another one and they got that second one deleted yeah it seems like they're trying to be silenced by everybody same with uh i know robin hood stopped their their trading yep, robin know
1: hood stopped their trading other- like that that that's was the whole point of me just bringing up this like article here was because i mainly wanted to talk about like our liberties being cut down if you would <laughs> uh yeah by Big business, you know. Uh, Robin yeah. Hood's just like, yeah, no, you little people, you can't have that much money. Like a a a kid turned five hundred dollars into thirty grand. Yeah. And then I saw another yeah. one where a kid turned fifteen hundred bucks into uh thirty or excuse me two hundred thousand dollars.
2: Jeez. Like
1: and it's just people who are you know on On Reddit, like that are just becoming randomly rich and changing yeah whole, you know the the upper class doesn't like when the lower class moves up
2: it's it it really is showing how entitled <laughs> the upper class really believe they are. Because like Reddit, this is a whole thing that's been going on. A lot of places are like, okay, they Reddit people need to be stopped, and then there's also people on the other side like us who say, oh no, let them do their stuff because they're really actually uh, taking out uh, the big business and people who have so much money but they don't really spend it on anybody except themselves. Right. Um, And it's just it, it it's. There's other things saying that's going to destroy our economy. It's going to change our stock market entirely. It's going to plummet. It's going to be like the res- uh, the recess uh, the 2008 uh, recession or whatever like that. But well, money I might even out
1: a little bit more instead of the ups and downs. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: no, that's what I'm getting at. Trying to get at it in it all started because of GameStop.
1: Yeah, but I was stating that GameStop, AMC and Dogecoin have all been uh companies and tickers and uh cryptocurrency company uh, oh. that have been boosted by uh, the Wall Street Bets subreddit. Yeah. So
2: Well, you know what? That's good. Uh hopefully it keeps doing this and we even things out and uh, because basically, what's going on? I hope more people that- make
1: more money and lift themselves yeah. higher in the social class economy. That's
2: that's the plan. Because like it for what's going on with the stock market and stuff it's basically that the rich had a bunch of uh poli- not policies but they had a bunch of
1: they were betting uh, against uh they're they were like yeah this this company is going to do bad like so uh when they do bad like like they sell the share and the person who has the share is uh going to <clears throat> buy it at a cheaper price and then keep the profit yeah. in between you know what i mean it was short selling they were doing yes, a bunch of short selling i was just quickly, i was like just that. quickly explaining short selling but, yeah, um, and, yeah,
2: it's just, yeah. And then what happened was, well, then are the lower class or the quote unquote poor people figured out, uh, how the stock market officially uh, like works and how to manipulate it to their own advantage. And that's exactly what they did. And it's all legal. Everything they're doing is legal, but everybody's treating it like it's a legal thing that's going on.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but. On, on the flip side, you know, somebody who, uh, made, like this kid that made $30,000 uh, trading stocks in GameStop named uh, Hunter Khan, decided to use some of his money to give back to his community. And the 20-year-old college student donated six Nintendo Switch Lite consoles to the Children's Minnesota Hospital alongside a stack of games and accessories, all purchased from GameStop, of course. Woo! So he made his money off it's actually GameStop, really, really and turn nice around and spend his money on GameStop. <laughs> but he's like um, injecting money back into the economy. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, I except, get what get that means. Yeah. Except through his own way, same thing as what they're going to do. Instead of a bunch of rich people hoarding it. Hmm. That is that that looks like what, what the plan is. <laughs> I know some people
2: are going to use the stocks as, like, a way to gain financial aid to themselves and stuff, but yeah. I don't see a lot of them hoarding it like a bunch of rich people do today. Um, yeah. Because they know how to be more frugal with it.
1: Like giant dragons.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, like Smaug.
1: Yeah, like Smaug. Like Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. Yeah. I smell um, dwarf.
2: <laughs> I so since we're still on the GameStop uh stuff about stock, apparently there's now uh, two films possibly in production or starting to be put into pre production uh that are gonna be focused on GameStop, Reddit, and Wall Street. Um and <laughs> it's just cra- crazy to think that's gonna be a possibility. I hate how
1: fast shit happens now. I know I'm like- <laughs>
2: But honestly, so what's going on is <laughs> like, MGM like the same way that the pandemic is,
1: was like, oh, pandemic movie. They're going to be like, oh, GameStop, GameStop movie.
0: Yep, like, yep.
2: But it, it's not really about GameStop. It's about what's going on on the stock market, right? Um, and both places that are making the movie is Netflix, of course, and MGM, which we've talked about MGM before. Um, and I'm surprised that they're making another. Mo- they're making a movie based on this. So the version of the movie is set to be based on a book, which hasn't been written yet.
1: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I know. So the author of the book, Ben uh, Mezrich, who wrote *The Accidental Billionaires*, which is which was the basis for David Fincher's 2010 movie *The Social Network*, Mezrich was apparently inspired by Fincher's title, as he's calling his new book *The Anti-Social Network* which is all about what's going on with Wall Street and stock trading and all that stuff and how, how social media affects it.
1: Yeah. Social yeah. media is a big influencer.
2: I know. And then Netflix is trying to get Mark Bowl, the screenwriter and producer of The Hurt Locker in Detroit, to write its adaptation. Uh, uh. So... <sighs> I don't know. This this th- it could come out in like another year, another two years or whatnot, but th- they're they're in production for some reason. And I was just surprised to see that's actu- that's actually happening.
1: Yeah, no, that is very exciting.
2: Yeah. But speaking of exciting, we got something also ex- uh a tease yeah, from Zach Zack Snyder. Snyder.
1: Yeah, Zack Snyder reveals his first look at Joker in the Justice League. So, Not
2: um, a, a official, like, uh, crisp look of Jared Leto, yeah, but yeah. it's more like a tease of what he will look like, because you actually get to see, like, a silhouette of uh, him in the mirror, but it's all blurred. But you, he looks, like, way better already than he did. Yeah, yeah, the, with the longer hair, cloth.
1: you know what I mean? Like, that one, it just... Looks better. But anyway, Zack Snyder has revealed the first look of his uh, version of the Joker from Justice League in a new post on his Vero account. Snyder shows Joker holding up his signature Joker playing card in the foreground, while the actual face and makeup details of the character re- character remain blurred in the background. It's a big tease for Snyder as fans have been wondering if the director would be bringing back Jared Leto's Joker with the same controversial makeup design as he had in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Uh the f- photo from Snyder feels like something very different than that and eerily close to uh Heath Ledger's Joker, which is very true cuz I was looking at it and I was like it looks like a mix between Joaquin and he- and Heath.
2: Yeah, it does. It really does. Yeah. It 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 <laughs> Okay, do you know what the crow is because I'm getting vibes from of that.
1: Uh yeah, Jason Lee. Yeah, yeah yeah like I, just looking at it, it it gives you
2: vibes times. of jason lee from the crow <laughs>
1: yeah dude that's fucking crazy yeah. but i thought it but was it uh, does... i thought it was a pretty cool share like if you guys yeah, want no, to, see, if you guys want to see that or if you if you guys want to know more about the game stop bets uh just go to our discord uh the link is in the description
2: yes we always put our links of everything we talk about in our spitting links oh. on discord
1: yeah, sometimes I'm a little lazy and don't uh uh post the actual link to the podcast. But if you go to our Anchor channel or uh you know, if you follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts anything like that, uh our new episodes yeah. pop up weekly at on um, uh late Wednesday nights, sometimes early early Thursday mornings or um uh, and Saturdays.
2: And Saturdays and or and or Sundays. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It'll be rare if we post Uh, anything on a Sunday that would be like us being backed up, backed up, backed up. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll be an end of the year dump. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, we'll we'll get to like the last month or two months of the year, and we'll be like, wow, we're ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After doing all the trash well, talks, you know what I mean? Like I know we're definitely going to be ahead because of trash talks. We have just double up. We have
2: so many trash talks already. Yeah, like, we have season 1 of trash out.
1: talk planned. Um season 2 will probably start next year because the the first never, list, the first list yeah. is pretty lengthy.
2: Yeah, it's pretty lengthy, so and we're going to keep it at that length, so yeah. Yeah. But uh but anyway, it we're still on uh news about uh superheroes and stuff like that uh we're going to talk about Spider-Man 3 which has uh some information that has been teased
1: ned um,
2: ned 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 <laughs> ned 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 no, this is cool because i i didn't expect this to actually be teased but ned spider-man 3's ned's hobgoblin transformation has been teased in viral marketing it is not confirmed that he will become the hobgoblin uh quote unquote the Hoblet Goblin, which is actually a villain from uh spider-man comics he's kind of like a mm, he he's like the green goblin he has a speed a flying speeder everything he throws bombs but he is more crazy and diabolical that's the only thing i can really think of he, he it's just a more insane version of uh green goblin which is hard to portray but yeah so the sony run marketing account shows an image of ned that could point of to him transforming into hobgoblin in spider-man homecoming 3 uh played by jacob uh batalon i'm gonna say his name wrong uh batalon
1: no th- <laughs> i think it says batalon.
2: Talon okay uh, played by Jacob Batalon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Ned is Peter Parker's best friend and one of the few people to know his secret identity as Spider-Man um, and this was revealed in Far From Home post-credits scene but um appara- Ned has lost no uh, Jacob has lost a lot of weight fra- since Far From Home so it's gonna look he's gonna look uh He's going to have a different look than he did in uh, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Uh, but right. in this is, yeah, people are speculating that he will become the Hobgoblin because of this uh, little tease that they had. Because in the comics, Ned briefly becomes uh, the Spider-Man villain while secretly under the control of the real Hobgoblin. So he will not become the actual Hobgoblin. He'll be like a um, just a drone for him. Right. But that's if they want to go with that. I don't know if it's gonna be like that or not, um, but if you want to see the uh post, it was actually made uh posted on an Instagram account um uh, belonging to oh, the actor of Flash Thompson oh. in the movies.
1: Tony Revolori.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had to But he's the uh, flash in <laughs> Yeah, he's Flash Thompson and this is like a this or th- it's it's like a poster just saying uh which one do you choose and it's between Ned and Betty which Betty I think was all he she was also in uh Spider-Man 2 uh Far From Home but it, it's uh just pros and cons about which one, which one and then on Ned's face it has like a little uh orange cap on it like the hobgoblin does because he has an orange cap that he wears well not a cap but it's like an orange hood that goes over his face but still um, yeah just a little tease about him if that's exactly what they're doing which I hope it is it, right. I just hope that it doesn't become another Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 uh, fiasco where it just feels compact
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god you know,
2: I know it, It's it's the hope it's the hope uh, but it is coming out soon. Um, so... spider I do not know exactly when it's coming out. Uh um, right. Oh, at the end of 2021. That's the plan. December 17th. So, yeah. Uh, but since we're still on Marvel, uh, there's another thing that I did not expect to be made, but, uh, Marvel is developing a Disney Plus series set in the kingdom of Wakanda.
1: Wakanda forever.
2: Yeah uh so they are, have announced that they're developing a black panther spin-off uh series for disney plus and it'll be set in the kingdom of wakanda and it will also have black panther director and co-writer ryan uh ryan coogler who is currently working on the feature film sequel as well um what so
1: yeah this, they don't that they've not action. a lot of
0: what will you that, your actions have consequences.
1: that was an accident <laughs> Are it you re- sure? Yeah, positive. It was definitely an accident. I okay. I knocked my the ice mountain water bottle. It, it went over, and of course, it lands right on the edge. Like it wasn't open or anything, but like. All right. When well, will you learn that your right. actions have consequences, yeah, we have a soundboard like, now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, so you'll just hear those. <laughs> and- <laughs> there <you go. laughs> Yeah, that was uh, uh, Jared Leto's Joker laugh, guys—the actual one from so the movie—and it's so fucking bad. Like, you should play Tommy Wiseau's Joker laugh. Oh yeah, I got that one too.
0: Ah! Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one just is pure pain for me. It sounds like somebody <laughs> is like <laughs> fucking cutting his fucking fingers off. You know what I mean? But uh, probably.
2: it's oh, there's it. The, ooh, yeah. Um, what are you? <laughs> when will I learn, dude? When? When will we
1: learn? Uh, Do uh, it, please tell us. Oh, oh. <laughs> I so he I need supporting uh, Shia. Do it! Yeah. Don't let your Do dreams be
0: dreams.
1: <laughs> you hear that?
2: How long has that? Yeah,
1: I heard that. How long has that been since that happened? Yeah. Oh, oh dude, that's that that was probably like, like 2016, 2015. Dang. I feel like it's around there, honestly. Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got so off topic. Sorry. I. It was the fucking water bottle. Like, I went to go fucking grab it and it just fell over. No, that's good. Motherfucker. We just, we just <laughs> finally
2: introduced our soundboard. So, yeah. Uh, you'll just hear that occasionally pop up or whatever, whenever. Uh, right. But, on but to yes. the uh, Kingdom of Wakanda spinoff. There is no information on what the series will entail or the characters that are involved. Uh, but it is cool to learn uh, that they're going to be diving into the world of Wakanda uh, more. Because I was very interested in that with Black Panther. Because they didn't focus on the Wakanda Kingdom that much. Um, which, uh, that's what they're trying to do with Black Panther 2. Um, and then they're going to make the spinoff, which will just dive deeper into it. And I really like uh, But, Yeah. I think that's it for our Marvel news for today.
1: I know, right? I feel like we've been really short on uh, Marvel news for like the last, I don't know, couple of weeks maybe. Yeah, it's just been a slow time. Yeah. I feel that. But yes, moving on to the next one. What are we on to now?
2: Oh, yeah, speaking of something that's not so slow, something that's actually pretty fast. Gotta go sad. Uh, Sonic. Gotta go fast. Gotta Uh, go sad. (laughs) <laughs> gotta go sad
1: yeah gotta go sad what it, the only sad part the only bad part about running faster than light is that you're always in the darkness gotta go sad <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh uh but sonic uh the hedgehog <laughs> that recently, was haunting <laughs> it is it is very hot i know
1: i know right like
2: fuck gotta oh, go That sound that's gonna be a sound bite um but uh i just lost my train of thought sonic we're back on sonic sega uh but S- sonic recently had a movie that came out a live action one that was really pretty good and did had did commercially uh successful and it's getting a second movie um is also getting an, an they're making an animated uh series for netflix called sonic prime and it is to premiere uh, I just read this. I think it's a premiered later this year, actually.
1: Nice! I love yeah. Sonic. Uh, Robotnik is Robotnik, baby. Yes, that mustache. <laughs> I puppy, Jim Carrey.
2: Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, according to the press release, uh, received on the series, it'll be aimed to kids, of course. Uh, which... <laughs> Means gro- this is in the article, which means grown adults aren't allowed to gripe about it on the internet. Uh, oh man, of course. Um, it'll be animated by Wild Brain, which has previously sp- worked on Soup Be and in Space, Ninjago and match- Masters of Spinjutsu, Carmen Sandiego, and Mega Man Full Charged. Among a bunch of other stuff, they helped on Ben 10, uh, Ac- Man of Action. I fucking Entertainment.
1: love Ben 10. I will go on a goddamn rant about Ben 10. Ben oh, 10 was my it's cartoon sexual awakening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sexual awakening was from Ben 10. You know, a bunch of people said, like, Kim Possible or, like, Danny Phantom or, like, Teen Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really think mine was Ben 10. <laughs> it certainly was not Scooby-Doo. Because I loved Scooby-Doo, but, like, Shaggy was... No. Shaggy was no. He was hanging out with that dog too much, and I'd never seen him shower. You <laughs> <laughs> live that old school life. Yeah, yeah, he, that's yeah. for fucking certain. The, wood, the Woodstock life. Yes. But sorry, I yeah. interrupted you at Ben 10. Continue.
2: No, no. Well, we we this is created by the same person who has worked on, uh with Man of Action who was created back, Ben 10. Um, but apparently uh the show will be a high-octane adventure where the fate of a strange new multiverse rests in Sonic's <laughs> gloved hands. Gloves. Uh, Sonic's adventure gloves? is about Does yeah. he ever
1: take the gloves off? Uh
2: there There's pictures of him taking his gloves <laughs> and shoes off, but I don't I do not recommend it's very disturbing. I do not recommend <laughs> looking at that. <laughs> it's disturbing. Oh. There's too much there's too much Sonic feet stuff Echidna. that I can't at that yeah. Uh kid um, the cock. Sonic's Adventure is more about... Uh, <laughs> is about more than a race to save the universe. It's a journey of self-discovery and redemption. So, I don't know what they're going to be going for in this thing. I don't know how it's going to be looking when it's animated. But I will look for it when it hits. Um, sometime next year. So, it's not coming out in 2021. It's coming early 2022.
1: Heard um, that, homie. Yep. Yay, so yay. So, whenever...
2: Whenever it's coming out, uh, it will. So yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> it'll come out when it does.
2: And it'll come out whenever it. it does. I'll tell don't know. you about it. It doesn't have a release date other than 2022. Uh, speaking of something that I think has a release date, I'm not sure, but it does have. Su- its its first trailer is being released on the Super Bowl uh, this Shyamalan. Sunday. Shyamalan. Uh, yes, uh, M Night Shyamalan's <laughs> n- next new movie will release its first trailer this Sunday. Um, I don't know if I'm excited on the Super or Bowl.
1: horrified.
2: It, it it is a feeling of both because I I enjoy some of the stuff he creates, uh-huh. but he also created one of the worst films of all time. So uh yeah.
0: What uh, signs? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, Avatar. I, I I really did like Last...
1: signs, so but yes, Avatar. I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. I was just yeah. being
2: facetious. No, <laughs> I know. I know a lot of people don't like signs. I didn't think it was too bad. I um, I
1: actually liked it. It was it had good horror elements and it's a very underrated, but uh, widely panned. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Movie. I. You know what? I wonder what signs has on IMDb. You want to take a guess before I press go? Six, 5. six point five. Which one? Six point seven. Six point. I was close. Yeah, that was that was pretty close. Which is a pretty good yeah. rating on IMDb. I wonder about. That's
2: bad. It's like average. I would say that's about average.
1: Right. Like I feel like they yeah. rate really hard on IMDb.
2: No, they rate hard. on Metacritic is what they do. Yeah, Metacritic is is. The just audience full score
1: of... on Rotten Tomatoes for Signs is sixty-seven uh, percent, and the tomato meter is at seventy-four percent. So it was. Not damn. Yeah. But a lot of people say it was a bad movie.
2: Uh, it might have been. I don't know. I, I think it, it could have been just. It was very. It was pre- predictable-ish. Um, but going into M Night Shyamalan, he's best known for <laughs> uh, probably doing the Unbreakable trilogy, which had Split and Glass. Uh, Split being Patricia. J- <laughs> <laughs> Split being one of Jay McAvoy's best performances.
1: Uh, yeah, where he played uh, Patricia
2: yeah played Patricia and also twenty three other different personalities um
1: yeah he just had a had a handful like once you thought it was his last card in his deck, he just kept pulling out more decks, like
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and you're like, What the actual shit and then you're wondering how the the psychologist even like broke through to the fact that he was like having a psychotic break, and the, know, and, the and the beast was about to take over,
2: yeah. Um, and but oh, he
1: did, he climbed on the,
2: the he the did, ceiling. he did, he climbed on the walls you and, know. and fucking broke through a jail cell with his bare hands and yeah, dude, threw he a fucking,
1: truck he fucking <laughs> opened them like, like it was just nothing.
2: I know man. <laughs> uh, but
0: going in back song? into
2: this movie, yeah. that's going to have a teaser trailer come out. It is, um, based on an actual graphic novel, um, which was called, uh, crap i had sandcastle it's a french graphic novel dealing with the discovery of a body on a beach and a strange events that unfold as a result and he changed the the name of the movie from sandcastle to just being called old um i don't know exactly what was the reason behind but he has this weird like Uh, photograph on the article which just it gives a lot of unsettling vibes to me Um, it looks like a bunch of World War Z zombies just being dropped out of the (laughs) sky Um, but yeah uh, this is in the original graphic novel a corpse along with a diverse group of people end up in a uh, in a idyllic cove, confusion reigns as the discovery of a body floating around, floating face down in the water, seems to trigger a bizarre aging process that takes the toll on everyone present. Each half hour, they all grow older, and no one can explain why or even how they get out of this cove. So it's going to be an eerie mystery with some bizarre fucking twist. I don't know how much he's. Uh, straying from the, uh, the actual graphic novel, or if he's keeping it uh, connected to exactly what's going on. Uh, right. But, yeah. Uh, it doesn't... It, so the first trailer will come out. It doesn't say when the movie is released, because it ha- there hasn't been much talked about, because M. 9 doesn't really like to talk about his stuff until he feels like he, he's ready to. Um, so, just look for it, I guess, on Super Bowl.
1: Yep. See you yep. on the Super Bowl. Yep. Most likely not watching, but hey, whatever. Yeah,
2: I'll watch it. I'm not. I, I want. I'm not the Super Bowl, but I will watch the movie. Uh, when in the halftime show.
1: Out. Yeah. Whenever those. Or, get or I'll posted just watch it YouTube. on
2: uh, YouTube whenever. That's it's what on I'm done. saying.
1: Whenever it gets posted to YouTube is what I'll watch. I work. It. I work till eight
2: on the Super Bowl, so probably going to miss it or be like near the end of it.
1: I don't care to watch it anyway. So, um, yeah, I'm off. So I don't have to deal with, uh, certain, uh, packs of things that yeah. come from our job. Yeah.
2: But since we're still on the topic movie, this is our last topic for the movie section. Uh, it's about the golden globe nominations for 2021. Uh, I found the full list. Um, there's some surprises on here um that i wasn't expecting on a few of them um
0: yeah
2: like uh the mandalorian is on here uh boar 2 is on here feel <laughs> really? surprised it made it yeah uh it's very good movie uh, it's in comedy um you got palm springs which i didn't expect to actually be on here but that's also on here um i recommend that that's on hulu uh there's Soul. I recommend Soul. It's on animated features. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, Soul is on a bunch you...
1: of these, like Best Score with Trent Reznor. Uh, best. It mo- is a best animated motion picture. Um,
2: I can't stress enough. It is a fantastic movie. I was not prepared of how fantastic that movie was going to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, me either. It just left me like really in my fifis at the end. You know.
2: Yeah. Like but crazy. uh if you really want to look at the whole list uh you can probably look it up online but also i'll put the link for it Um uh, there's a bunch of stuff they kind of mixed a few of them together uh musical or comedy for some reason is just mixed it's not just i don't know if it's always been like that um but uh yeah
1: hillbilly elegy. So those wow. are. these are yeah. really surprising some of these really are
2: I know, I know. Like, like I said, it's a very surprising and weird nomination. I wanna list. know
1: why they put musical and comedy in the same
2: uh I don't know. I'm not sure. But I do have some things about it. So Netflix took the top honors for nominations of this year as a total of forty two. Amazon and Hulu tied in second place with ten nominations. So Netflix had forty two nominations to Netflix the has World. all the money.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> all the other ones are just smaller compared to netflix you know what i mean i know like netflix know. that's what netflix does it's like born and bred in, in in the darkness and they didn't know who they were until they put on the mask you know what i'm saying so like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like you, all i could recommend is that everybody go watch uh the queen's gambit uh go watch Shit's creek um go watch you know soul like like he said go watch tenet
2: that call saul hunters is on here um ozark is on here trial of chicago 7 which is also on netflix one night in miami which just came out
1: you know Uh, Uh, best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture jared leto for the little things i actually watched the little things uh brian brian fell asleep i'm not sure how i liked it honestly like Uh, yeah i'm not gonna spoil anything about it but, like, it, I was just like, ooh, this has potential to be, like, really, like, thrilling and, like, really exciting, you know what I mean? And they just really fell short in my eyes, if you want my honest opinion. The movie was yeah. filmed beautifully, you know what I mean? It had great open, uh, picturesque scenes, like, that you're, you're going to love, you know? It's just, yeah. I don't like how the movie ends. <laughs> or so where, where it ends say in the story, like,
2: rather. It had a setting that really built it up, but just didn't bring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: it had a great build up where this movie could have had like a cool little action scene, you know what I mean? And just a lot more could have happened in this movie. And it was a really yeah. slow burn. But well, that's, Jared Leto got nominated exactly for supporting good. role. Yeah. Well, Jared
2: Leto always goes out for every single role. He method acts for like dude
1: he looked actually fucking psychotic in this fucking movie though i was like oh that is not jared leto anymore <laughs> you know what i mean like I'll, when you look I'll at ca- like fucking uh gary oldman uh, where you're like yo that's not gary oldman anymore and he just becomes the character you know what i mean yeah that's the yeah, same yeah. spark that uh jared leto has despite him Ugh, being a fucking absolutely dunce. that's a
2: scary scary feel yeah yeah Especially for Jared Leto since he always he always goes out of the top well for all of well,
1: these you movies. notice him as like having like bright blue eyes, but in this like he's clearly wearing contacts and his eyes almost look like fucking black it's crazy uh, yeah like it's it's disturbing uh, do you recommend me watching it? I mean, yeah, watch it for the watch, you know what I mean like okay. I wasn't disappointed that I watched it. I was disappointed with the ending, but some yeah. things don't okay. always end the way you want them to, so
2: yeah, okay. Um, but I think that's it for movies since we're going to be moving on to video games now. Um, starting off with some of the studios.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, Sony, Sony up in the house, bro. But, uh, everybody has already been worried about, you know, uh, PS5 restock, uh, and i'm here to tell you it's really bad news (laughs) uh sony says the semiconductor shortage uh that they're experiencing is making increased ps5 is uh increasing ps5 production difficulty so uh (laughs) the the ones that you're getting now like sure you're getting them but like there might be like a really big break in the amount of time between like the next few restocks over the next coming months you know what i mean like and it's really going to struggle to stay on the shelves which isn't bad because i looked at it and uh playstation has sold 4.5 well they sold 4.5 million ps5s in 2020 which uh matched uh the ps4's opening numbers so yeah 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 it didn't like outdo them or anything and there's rumors that they're selling uh the playstation 5 at a loss like due to you know like the semiconductor shortage and stuff like that they're paying extra money for these parts and that like but sure they they might be losing a little like pennies on the dollar on uh some of these ps5s but the the usability and reusability of it over the next coming years you know is really going to yeah. shine through and uh people are going to buy games i just
2: found another thing well this isn't dealing with sony but it's also like in the consoles war console wars would you could say but xbox series x also has a shortage too and it could last till
1: june <laughs> I told you you're not going to see yeah. anything on the shelves until probably June minimum. Like, I'm like,
2: oh my god, this is I I'm I didn't get anything. I'm probably not going to get anything until like Christmas time of this year. Yeah, or maybe even after that. I, so, I mean, I'm fine with it. I can I can
1: wait. I have no issue with that. Yeah, but yeah, still. Like- I'm just lucky that I got a PS5 when I did. Like, yeah, and that's all I got to say about that. Like, it was, like, yeah. absolute pure luck. Like, there was no hacking involved. None of that, you know. It was just me behind She, she my stole phone. it off a five-year-old kid uh, in yeah. Best Buy parking lot. I didn't know that a PS5 cost $46.25. Black <laughs> Tim's, <laughs> black mask, <laughs> black gun. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh yeah, bro, um, but. I completely forgot.
2: Uh, we're ju- I'm just gonna add this in, but uh, I I forgot to add this into our talking points. But Jeff Bezos stepped down as anim- Amazon CEO. Oh
1: yeah, dude! Like I fucking yeah. saw that, and I was just like. Thank God, but then again, yeah. you know, it, it might be him. Like he and he can't handle the heat, so he got out of the kitchen. You know what I mean, kind of deal. Because of all, probably the, exactly cause of all the fucking memes that are co- that have come out about him being an absolute piece of shit human being for hoarding uh, the majority of the wealth, you know, as he was yeah. going neck and neck with Elon Musk as the richest man in the country. He has a net worth of one. 185.7
2: billion dollars since January 2021.
1: 21- yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying so, like. Yeah,
2: I completely forgot about that, but I'm just adding it in right now. Yeah, yeah, no, that's um, cool.
1: Like I'm happy that you said something because that is important news. Yeah. But yeah, but, uh, uh, the yeah, anyway, the the of- PS5 uh semiconductors are causing a serious issue with the uh, you know, processing of PS fives, so you guys are gonna wait. But yeah, it uh, seems
2: like the consoles are having like a slight. I-, I know. Okay, so for I know the Series X, I know the main issue is the controller. It will disconnect a ca- apparently on some uh, some occasions. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to fix that. Um, is that
1: an internal controller issue or an internal P or uh, Xbox issue?
2: I'm not sure. It could probably be the internal controller issue. Um, which means that they're gonna have to. The sender uh, or the
1: receiver is broken.
2: <laughs> yeah, it 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 it's it could I don't know honestly it, it's it's up in the air right now. But they said they're cracking down on it. Same with these semiconductors thing, they're cracking down on it. Which again, it's gonna take another
1: till like You need more people to make semiconductors to make more PS fives to make more money to make more semiconductors to make more PS fives. And (laughs) this and the dirty (laughs) cycle cycle, right, and the dirty cycle keeps going on over and over and over again until every last person who wants a fucking PS five gets a goddamn PS five. Yeah. And then like so. and as soon as we're they're restocked in the stores they're going to start selling skins. Cuz they Jeez. shut that skin site down, remember? They shut that skin site down and yeah. I know
2: exactly what they're going to do. They're going to be like, "Okay, well, we're going to sell these skins but for a higher price."
1: <clears throat> um, right. Like those were reasonable. They were like $40 for like a whole skin and, for your PS5 and I was just like, "Fuck yeah." And like on the website they also had controller skins and like mm-hmm. all kinds of mm-hmm. cool shit like that, but
2: yeah. yeah, if I ever get, a, because the plan, I guess, since I'm looking at these consoles, is like probably the next things that will last for like another five to ten years.
1: Ten? Um, I'm going with yeah, it. Yeah, ten.
2: I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably just going to get both of them at some point. I just don't know when. First, the PS5 before probably the Xbox, because like I already have my one and I can deal with that for however long it lasts me. Right. Um. Yeah, so uh but yeah but moving on to the next
1: to the next story you know uh yeah, big companies that so that's what much. we were talking about yeah yeah we went from amazon and we're going to jump from amazon to google so google closed stadia's dedicated game studios after less than 2 years which is Ooh. fucking crazy like oof. yeah uh kotaku ed- uh kotaku editor uh steven totillo confirmed the news on monday ahead of google posting it on its own formal statement on the matter And it means Stadia Games and Entertainment will soon be no more, according to uh, one source familiar with Stadia Operations. This move will impact the combined 150-plus staffers for the Endeavor, headquartered in both Montreal and Los Angeles. Google may rehire those staffers at other divisions. Uh, One of those staffers, however, will not move to the Google division. Jade Raymond, the Assassin's Creed co-creator and Stadia's highest-profile hire, who previously headed the studios, is no longer with Google. So obviously something blew up like yeah. but uh the combined studios uh appear to have only lasted 1.5 years if even that With their existence being announced in an October 2019 announcement frenzy, Uh, at the time, Raymond offered optimistic thoughts about what exactly Stadia's unique cloud-based architecture would allow in future games, including robust physics simulations uh, distributed by AI management and uh, larger-scale multiplayer communities. Raymond conceded that such efforts would take time. However, saying it won't be uh, it won't be four years before gamers get to see the new exclusive, exciting uh. content. Uh, there will be some coming out every year, more and more each year. Apparently, four Uh. years of development was too long for someone at Google. (laughs) Uh, Stadia's exclusive studio currently has zero games to its name. Uh, Totillo hints at the possibility that some of its in-progress games may launch by year's end, but that's not entirely clear. Uh, Either way, with the studio's studio's closures, uh, the service will soon pivot exclusively to hosting other publishers' games instead of trying to develop their own.
2: Yeah, I figured as much. This so I Stadia has been pushing their thing for yeah. I've been seeing ever. it
1: on uh fucking YouTube. You know what I mean? That's it's that's where everywhere. I see all the Stadia commercials. Stadia, There's,
2: like it's everywhere. You hear it every everywhere. You know its slogan already by now, uh, because it's just pushed into your brain. Uh, it really felt like they were trying to push advertisement on it because no one was really buying it. Um, and I mean it makes. Of makes sense since I didn't see anything really going for it other than it could just play other games and it's a Google device, right? Um, and looking into it, they were planning for this to come out like just last for at least five years or more. And
0: <laughs> well, I don't think so.
2: and
1: yeah,
2: and talking about the uh, the games that they've planned, a pro in progress <laughs> games, I this is what my theory is or prediction. They're going to release one game. It's going to be half-assed and half-baked, and it's not going to be good.
1: Yeah, that sounds like the most likely uh, <laughs> uh, thing that's going to come from that company. Seeing as though they didn't even have one fucking game to their name, you know what I mean. Yeah. So what yeah. makes me think that they're even going to produce a good game? The game's it was, not going to go under prepared.
2: Well. They Google. So I know this was like it's Google's new baby or something, but even so, they were not prepared by how much stre- uh, how much strenuous tasks and how much stuff goes into making video games.
1: Right. Like,
2: Um, It it is a booming market, but even so, it takes a lot of dedication and work and effort and time and management
1: and funds, even, just to keep it going. (laughs) Speaking of funds, uh, Valve was fined $4 million in a Steam controller patent infringement Uh, lawsuit. uh, Valve, what did you do? (laughs) I know. Apparently, this has been going on since 2015, but um, Valve made a... uh, controller that would yeah. look too much like other controllers
2: i know i've seen the controller and i was like that that doesn't look right that yeah, looks it, way it does not much. look
1: right it does not look right i looked at it and i was like mm, it only has one joystick and i was just like why i'm confused It like- looks
2: like when when i look at it it really looks like a mix between a controller uh between a game game xbox controller and a nintendo like new wii controller Um, yeah, but even so it, it's, it doesn't look great. Like the pad, the D pad, the, the move pad and the button pad. I just don't, I don't like it. I do not like it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Um, but, uh, it was similar technology, uh, from yeah, Microsoft. So it, it infringed something with Microsoft and, uh, yeah. And Sony, so oh. like, and, <laughs> uh. yeah, Scuff has like all the patent licenses and stuff like that, and they all their lawyers are all like "fuck you" essentially, and um, <laughs> they sold the last of them uh in 2019 after they offered the controllers for five dollars a pop.
2: I wonder how much they go for now. I know, right? Oh, wow, they go they go for a pretty penny
1: now. How much?
0: Over a
2: hundred
1: dollars. Hundred.
0: Yeah, what over hundred dollars. They sold it for
1: five dollars.
2: I know, but people are selling them on eBay and stuff like that for over $100. Yeah. Well, Uh, on Tuesday,
1: Scuf owner Corsair announced that it had won its lawsuit against Valve after years in the court system. Uh, The jury voted unanimously on all claims, including that the infringement was willful, meaning Corsair may be owed more than the original fine, which is over $4 million. Jeez. Yep
2: this is it, it's not looking i know valve has been under fire for a few things in yeah last week we covered- last
1: week uh valve was hit with a potential class action lawsuit alleging the company yep. had been violating antitrust rules which is something that we did discuss um we did discuss things. the five defendants filed the complaint over the most favored nations clause in its contracts with game developers this prevents game de- developers from selling their games on platforms for lower prices than on steam according to the complaint this is the this uh on top of a com- the 4 million dollars is com- combined uh 7.8 million pounds
2: gee wow and like yeah i figure i remember what we were talking
0: about we're yeah talking and like it was like
1: and then uh yeah it was geo blocking and then i remember it was 9.3 million dollars cuz i did the transfer uh oh from 7.8 but yeah so 9.3 plus 4 away. like 9.3 plus 4. That's, like, $13 million plus. Not even yeah, including like, lawyers and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they, they their,
2: just... Their net worth is, is so big. Like, I don't think... Valve? It's not, yeah, Valve. It's, like, What's, $10 billion. It's
1: $10 billion? Yeah. But still, like, that that definitely puts a damper in a, a bunch of, probably, areas uh, that they're working on.
2: Yeah. Here. No, it definitely, definitely does. Um thinking about it and looking into it i know valve released finally i think like a uh, half-life three but it was vr and that was like very very popular and it, it became and now they're working on more stuff dealing with that and it doesn't look like that's going to be happening because of their issue with just a bunch of class action lawsuits against them so right yeah
1: hold on Okay, well, that was our last article before our break, guys. If you give us just a second, we will be right back after this short, tiny break to promote advertisement. Thank you. And welcome back, guys. Yes. Yes. We are here. We are still here. Don't worry. But, Uh, while you're uh, not worrying, Borderlands, their studio got scooped up in a deal worth uh, $1.37 billion.
2: I get get why this happened, Um, but keep reading and I'll talk more about it. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, One of the last uh, large independent game developers will no longer operate on its own. As Borderlands maker, Gearbox Entertainment has merged with Swedish holding company Embracer Group. The Embracer conglomerate already encompasses dozens of mid-sized game studios under brands like THQ, Nordic, Saber Interactive, and Coke Media. The deal is initially worth $363 million in cash and stock, a number that could grow by up to roughly $1 billion if Gearbox meets some ambitious earnings goals over the next six years. Uh, That represents quite the windfall for Gearbox's roughly 550 employees in Texas and in Quebec. Uh, who have jointly owned the studio since its founding in 1999 and will now become significant shareholders in embracer under embracer nice. gearbox will continue to operate as an independent studio under the leadership of founder and CEO, Randy Pitchford. The company said in a statement, Pitchford has been embroiled in a number of controversies in recent years over allegations of employee mistreatment, misappropriations of company funds underpayment of talent, and even tales of leaving pornography at medieval times (laughs) yeah yeah like i heard that he mistreated like the claptrap actor
2: yeah no he did like He, he this guy is is a evil dude in disguise i i'm not gonna try to put him under the bus because i feel like he's trying to make himself well not make himself he's trying to be a better person than he was in the past but still he's done bad things
1: yeah yeah Uh, Pitchford has denied these accusations. Uh, While best known for the development of the Borderlands series, which has now surpassed 60 million total sales, Gearbox has also expanded into publishing in recent years, putting its weight behind indie success stories such as Hello Neighbor, We Happy Few, and Risk of Rain 2. The studio also controls the rights to the Duke Nukem franchise following a bitter lawsuit and eventual settlement with creator 3D Realms.
2: Yeah, that I actually read into before we even started, like the second half of the podcast. It was such a fiasco, and we'll talk. We could talk about it another time. But they hold the Duke Nukem franchise, which they tried to create Duke Nukem Forever, uh, which wasn't great. A Duke Nukem uh, game
1: came out like what ten years ago? Two thousand eleven. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that was the last one that ever came out, and that was not a good one. It was a bombshell. No, they actually had another one that came out. In I played a little bit of it.
1: It wasn't. It
2: wasn't good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't good. Uh, it it was nothing like the original game. It tried to create a story that wasn't even there. Um, then uh, they came out with another one, but it was a remaster of all the old stuff, and had the old developers come on and help create it. It was like it was just a remaster of like the old games and stuff like that. Um, but that's the last thing they've ever created of Duke Nukem. Anything new of Duke Nukem was 2011. Right. The thing that gearbox has going for them mainly is of course, borderland. Um, and yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I get why,
2: yeah, I get why they made this deal because one, it's money that they can use and they can develop better, more games and make them better and take their time with it instead of just wasting the funds until they run dry. Right. Um, yeah.
1: Well, Embracer's suite of other studios is responsible for a wide range of gaming franchises, including Saints Row, Dead Island, Darksiders, Metro, Time Splitters, and Goat Simulator, among (laughs) others. Uh, The merger continues a recent trend of massive uh, consolidation in the game industry, which, yeah, like, if you guys have been listening closely, like, at least, like, once every other week, you hear, like, one really big company buying a smaller company. Like, uh, on our show, like, that we've even covered... You know, because yeah, we like we we keep covering it, like uh, about all these uh, companies being bought up, which is fucking crazy. But Microsoft uh, made a seven point five billion purchase of Bethesda as, as uh, uh, parent company. Yeah, its parent company it's ZeniMax Maxed. Media uh, in September, and EA's recent one point two billion agreement to purchase British racing game studio Codemasters. Jeez. Which I don't think we even covered that one because we don't I like I don't think EA. we
2: ever covered that one, but Codemasters, I know that name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they made, they made a, a bunch of games. Most recently, they made the Dirt Series, which is like a bunch of racing games.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I, I am never really... Well, that's a lie. In PS2, I was into racing games, but like I, I just don't <laughs> go out of my way to buy racing games. You know I, I mean?
2: recently uh, got Forza Horizon... 4, I yeah. think is what it is. That, I got that, that game's pretty free on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, so. I just
1: got uh, Destruction All-Stars for free. The one from the PlayStation Showcase. Oh, you mean that... Oh, Destruction... Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, with the cars. like Except it's yeah. like Battle Royale, but with cars. Like yeah, it, It's pretty cool. fucking cool. I just downloaded it. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and then Control That's was it, free for me this month, too.
2: Yeah, but you haven't even played it, so... No, it, I, it,
1: I just I just got them today.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it has to download, doesn't it?
1: Well, I, they're already done downloading. The download speeds on fucking PS5 are fucking phenomenal wirelessly. Yeah. yeah. I haven't That's even good. plugged in the Ethernet cord yet. Like, I didn't even have to worry about it, honestly. The times That's were good. so low. But, yeah, moving on. Um, a new supply chain attack used uh, poisoned updates to infect gamers' computers. Which is, this is
2: fucked up. <laughs> I
1: know, which is never a good thing. But uh, researchers have uncovered a, su- a software supply chain attack that is being used to install surveillance malware on the computers of online gamers. Uh, the unknown attackers are targeting select users of Knox Player, a software uh, package that emulates the Android operating system on PCs and Macs. Uh, people use it primarily for playing mobile Android games on these platforms, like uh, the Big Among Us trend. Yeah. Like whenever people are playing on the on the computer like which you can do i've seen it um you download uh nox player and it works like you're on the phone
2: i thought it was that they already had like an like a game not a separate game but like the same game but uh produced for pc i didn't know that they were emulating it directly from the phone
1: yeah yeah like you're you're playing the phone game on your on your computer
2: okay well this next thing is terrifying because of how many users it got
1: yeah yeah uh security firm Set said on monday that the big knock software distribution system was hacked and used to deliver malicious updates to select users the initial updates were delivered last September through the manipulation of two files, the main BigNox binary, Nox.exe, and NoxPack.exe, which downloads the update itself. Oh, jeez. So uh, we they said, we have sufficient evidence to state that the BigNox infrastructure was compromised to host malware and to suggest that their HTTP uh, API infrastructure could have been proper compromised asset malware research researcher ignacio Sanmilian uh wrote in some cases additional payloads were downloaded by the big nox updater from attacker controlled servers this suggests that the url field provided uh in the reply from the big nox api was tampered with by the attackers mm-hmm. in a nutshell the attack works this way On launch, Nox.exe sends a request to a programming interface to query update information. The BigNox API server responds with update information that includes a URL where the legitimate update is supposed to be available. ESET speculates that the legitimate update may have been replaced with malware or, alternatively, a new file name or URL was introduced. Malware is then installed on the target's machine. The malicious files aren't digitally signed the way legitimate updates are. Uh, That suggests the Big Knox software build system isn't compromised. Only the systems for delivering updates are. The malware performs limited reconnaissance uh, on the targeted computer. The attackers further tailor the malicious updates to specific targets of interest.
2: Yeah, it's destroying players' computers that use this emulator, so... uh I don't think we said the number, but it's it it the Nox player has 150 over 50, million, right. 50 million users in 150 countries. So yeah. it hit a lot of people. It hit a lot of people.
1: Um, and a yeah. lot of people got their information leaked.
2: Yeah, so it's not not a good not good when this no, happens.
1: It, it's really um, not good. So you guys beware yeah. if you guys downloaded uh uh you know Nox Player. Uh, yeah. you should probably uh, just, check just be your wary when you're downloading
2: nowhere. anything like that. And open it in wise,
1: sandbox mode. Most most of these new antivirus companies, like I use Avast, um, or if yeah. you use McAfee or whatever, you know, no, I Norton. Don't, I don't trust McAfee. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: but I'm just but saying, use-
1: each one has a sandbox mode where you can open programs. When you open yeah, the programs, yeah, yeah. it like reads the programs, and if it's there's foreign programs in it, then yeah, it's gonna get the boot, or it's gonna get locked in the in the vault or whatever they call it. I think it's yeah. the vault, but the virus vault. Yeah. The virus vault, but pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but anyway, um, something that's been unlocked from the vault. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition uh, release date is confirmed for May. So uh, the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition is Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, but they have been remastered for um, you know better look. But, like, graphics, yeah, well. for graphics. But as Zach was telling me earlier, they did not update <laughs> the story or anything. So it's the exact same story that you're getting as before, which, you know, after a while is definitely worth a replay to me.
2: It, it, it does, it does come with everything, like, from what it says, the collection will also come with 40 pieces of, all the 40 pieces of DLC. Yeah, over 40 uh, pieces of DLC, uh, over 40 including, pieces, all, story including packs, packs all story packs, as well as, yeah, and armor packs. And armor packs, yeah.
1: Yeah, the key Chris focus. 4K. Yeah, the key focus was the visual enhancement. Uh, with the press release, keen to highlight that there are thousands of upgrade textures, alongside remastered character models, improved dynamic shadows, volumetrics, uh, depth of field, and all those other beautiful things that modern computers supply us with in animation. Um, I, we have the link uh, to the YouTube video with the uh, the release on it it's like a it's actually an unlisted link the one that i have but um yeah it's like the, very, the trailer very, for the video very
2: well designed i'm just skimming skimming through right now it looks really good yeah no uh, it's, looks it's, like
1: it's super pretty it looks like a modern game <laughs> you know yeah. it doesn't look like those original playstation graphics so yeah um uh, the mass but effect legendary edition yeah yeah no i've got a couple of things about it the mass effect legendary edition includes the option to skip the elevator loading screens though um <laughs> yeah yeah uh the wait is an agonizing 52 seconds and uh commander shepherd is only hanging around in the citadel's elevator for 14 seconds so you know like there's a big amount of time like and that was used for loading back in the day but we don't need for loading we don't need that amount of time anymore and uh it's pretty instantaneous so you can just skip it like (laughs) once you once you want to get out but uh, honestly
2: yeah i have whenever i go back and play remasters of old games some of them still have the loading screens but they're so much more quicker than they used to be yeah um
1: like the, so that's a cool improvement that i thought and uh mass effect legendary edition character creation evolves for consistency and inclusivity see yay you don't get like the four presets that they gave or gave you like three of them were men and one was a woman like literally <laughs> <laughs> that was You're the, right it the, was like that's that. the only that's the only thing that they offered but it was uh white
2: black asian and i think woman
1: yeah just woman <laughs> it's also uh, getting a better ca- character creation system to make sure your shepherd looks like the absolute best bioware revealed the changes during a special mass effect legendary edition preview which the link will be included in the discord check it out uh the custom character creator uh especially in the earlier games it might have had limited options explained uh kevin meek might have <laughs> yeah it definitely had limited yeah, options yeah. but uh options for things like eye color or makeup or hairstyles they get expanded throughout the trilogy, so you might be able to make something you really connect with in Mass Effect 3 but not be able to reproduce that look in 1 or 2 again. So one of the first things they really wanted to do w- throughout the trilogy tr- trilogy, excuse me, uh, was to unify the options. Uh, if something exists in 3, we want it to exist in 1, and we want that to be consistent. Uh, so
2: that's really, really cool. That is really, really good. Like, as an idea uh, that they want to keep consistency throughout all three. Yeah. Whatever's been in three should come in one. Maybe that also entails, like, game options, uh, new, uh, like, I don't know, uh, new gameplay, stuff like that that was in three but wasn't in one, and um, two, and stuff like that, Um
1: right exactly uh beyond beyond making the look of shepherd consistent the move marks a step towards better inclusivity for the series uh we wanted to really expand choices for things like skin color and hairstyle they just weren't wide enough originally to support the diversity of our player base or to be able to give fans the ability to create that Shepard that they really wanted to play as. so yes, that's uh, amazing that's super exciting um yeah yeah, they're I they're might. creating all kinds of options and uh they may not be messing with the story but they are messing with the game mechanics. So,
2: yeah, I might I might pick it up. It's still it's going to be $60 it says and it comes out. You said May 14th is what it said? Uh,
1: uh Yeah, May 14th.
2: Yeah, uh but yeah, I might pick it up but there's other games coming out too and I want to pick those up as well. So I got to choose. Um yeah. But uh <laughs> since we're still on Mass Effect, uh I did find something that I I don't understand why they're doing this, but it's just it's money. It's it's So yeah. they added so with Mass Effect Legendary Edition, they're also creating a collector's thing called the Mass Effect Legendary Catch, uh cash, but it's like a highly privatized game case with no game. So, uh oh. Yeah, if you want to burn some money easily, this is how. Uh the Mass Effect Legendary Cash is $150 of Mass Effect merch. Uh it's limited edition stuff. Um pretty much. Like it has pins, uh, canvas print art, an acceptance letter only to this uh rare metal case that's gonna be exclusive. And then the main thing is the one-to-one scale replica of hey. Sorry, of uh yeah, of the light-up N7 helmet to pop on your head. Um, but the only thing that doesn't come with it is the game itself. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, There's I like mean, this- like, it makes sense <laughs> because they just remastered it, so...
2: They did just yeah. remaster it, and yeah, they're going to pay full price for that. So if you really want the full thing, which it's going to probably be 60 150 over $200. If you want the full thing, legendary cash and all. Um... But yeah, I just think it's it's another thing where they're just... Uh, it makes sense since the Legendary Edition is also coming with all three games tied to it. Right. Um, I just wish they would make this Legendary Cache like another version of it that also comes with the game. Like, I don't understand why they wouldn't just do that. But right. yeah, I think
1: that's it for Mass Effect. Yeah, I think that's it for Mass Effect. That was our Mass Effect news, yeah. guys. Okay.
2: Yeah, since that's all Mass Effect, uh, but we're moving into also another game that's going to be coming out, and that's Halo Infinite. Uh, but Halo Infinite is going to take its time and is going to avoid what Cyberpunk 2077 did on the Xbox One. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly what it says on this article right here. Um, Halo Infinite is coming, possibly a full year after the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S console launches when the game was supposed to come out. Uh, but then it was de- delayed because it, like, they wanted it to run better and stuff like that. So uh, the game's developers are appearing confident that the lower-spec Xbox One console should run the game fine. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> Seem confident.
1: Yeah, so did the yeah, Cyberpunk.
2: But, I know. And then all the stuff with uh, Cyberpunk and whatnot uh, happened, and now they're looking into trying to make it good. Uh, this is from, let's see, uh, Danielle Gennetti, Game Foundation Architect for the upcoming Halo game. Here's something that excites me. As an engineering architect architect for Halo Infinite, we rebuilt the engine multi-threading solution to ensure high execution efficiency across all platforms and PC instead of running optimally just on Xbox One. We use the new system to transition the renderer to a massively parallel multi threaded framework uh, to support the increased cost of all our new rendering features and achieve high graphics efficiency on PC CPUs of various size, as well as Xbox Series XS and Xbox One XS hardware. Uh, in practice, this means that we are going to uh, that we are doing our very best to make sure Halo Infinite runs optimally on any of the devices that you choose to play on. So yeah, they're pretty much uh, looking at looking at what Cyberpunk did wrong, and they're going to make sure that they're doing it right.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well then. <clears throat> yeah, since they're it. It goes more into this. It looks like Halo Infinite is for a fall 2020 release window. uh, Sometime between November and uh, September. Uh, Even though I think Halo's 20th anniversary is also up on this year. Uh, In, let's see. Yeah. Uh, November. Yeah, November 11th. So November 2021 would be the 20th anniversary of Halo. Wow. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they released it around then.
1: It makes sense. That would be a good yeah. date. I know.
2: And so I, I expect to see it around then, but it's good to see that they're going to take a book out of Cyberpunk and be like, okay, yeah, let's try to optimize this for every platform we have.
1: <laughs> yeah, first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, speaking of games that are coming out... Uh, coming up rockstar games employee accidentally leaked unannounced game uh so rockstar likes to keep its games under wraps like its future stuff and whatnot such as with gta 6 whatever's next for the red Red, uh, red dead redemption franchises and whatever else they've uh created um A Rockstar's Game employee may have just accidentally leaked a new game, which has naturally caught the attention of not just DTA and Red Dead Redemption fans, but fans of Rockstar's dormant IPs such as Bully, Manhunt, and Max Payne. It has also caught the attention of Rockstar Games itself because the leak has since been covered up, but not before the internet got its receipt. So, the leak comes the way of Ian Gander, a senior designer at Rockstar Games who has spent nearly 10 years at the company and who recently updated their LinkedIn profile to remove the aforementioned leak. If you look at Gander's LinkedIn profile right now, there's nothing of consequence, but before the edit, it listed the following unannounced titles, TBC. Uh, Unfortunately, this is uh, also Gander revealed, uh, in other words, while we seemingly know that Rockstar Games has an unannounced project in the works. They have no clue exactly what the franchise could be. It could be Bully 2, it could be a reboot of the Manhunt series, Rockstar, uh not Rockstar, Red Dead Redemption 3 or like a spin-off or something like that or a new IP entirely. Um Again, more than likely, more likely than not, the unannounced game Rockstar is working on is Grand Theft Auto 6. However, that's a gimme. In other words, there's no point in referring the GTA 6 as an unannounced and TBC title because we all know Rockstar is making a new Grand Theft Auto, f- uh, theft auto game um, always, and they probably will never stop.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: I don't know. Maybe they'll make... The last
1: like... one has lasted over 10 years, right?
2: Yeah, I... I, I guess so. Uh, no, that it has not been 10 years since that came out.
1: It feels like it.
2: It feels like it, but I don't think it's been 10 years. I think it came out in 20... Yeah, 2013. So Is
1: that really when it came out? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, you it's years. close. It's getting there.
2: It's getting it's gonna there.
1: It's going to be 10 years by the time that other game gets here. I know, it, uh, man.
2: That'd be wild. They release it. On the they release GTA Six on the same day as the tenth anniversary of GTA Five.
1: Right. Yeah. At least we'll honestly. know it'll be stitched up, even if they're working on it now. Yeah, but uh, so
2: honestly, I don't think this is gonna. This unannounced title is GTA Six. I think this is something new. I'm going to predict that it is Bully 2, a long-awaited sequel that people have been asking for for a long, long time. But honestly, I don't know. It could be Red Redemption 3 if they're ever working on that, even though that Red Redemption 2 is such an amazing story. I don't <clears throat> see where they would go with with that now. Um, but yeah... That's it for the rock star stuff that I have. Yeah, on.
1: yeah. I got something about Quantic Dream. Like, Ooh. I know you and me both like Quantic Dream a lot. Uh, they're the same yes. company that did Heavy Rain, which is like one of my all time favorite fucking games. And Detroit. Sure! 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 Yes, exactly. And Detroit Become Human, which is also an excellent fucking game. Very, very well put together. Yeah, it's it's like one of those uh, create-your-own-stories, essentially, or kill off whatever character, or don't try to kill off the characters. I think that's the point. It's a story-driven game. Yeah, it's like story-driven, and they're fucking beautiful pieces of art that are ahead of their time.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, literally, Detroit Become Human was so beautiful. Like, that game was fucking flawless man i swear yeah but um anyway he uh the creator quantic dream has a unannounced game in the works like speaking of you know unannounced games uh hint hint rockstar but uh Uh they hope it will demonstrate new forms of video game storytelling they're they're really hype in this huff in an interview with ign studio head uh, david cage discussed quantic dreams ambitions for its next game he affirmed his desire to make games that make the player the hero and allow for meaningful experiences questioning players moral values but stressed that quantic dream hadn't settled on a form formula for its games which is nice because like you know sometimes like the path is worn you know um yeah definitely uh, yeah i also believe he said i also believe there are other ways of telling moving and emotional stories that we haven't tried out yet and i'm really interested in exploring new directions cage said later adding that he himself is not planning to milk the cow and just make more games in the style that we created in the past uh, each game has its own language, its own voice, and repeating things that worked in the past is not necessarily a good recipe to move forward. Like I said, sometimes yeah. the path gets worn. But uh, you can expect a continuity uh, in our intentions, but we also want to uh, continue experimenting and trying new ideas. So That is uh, that
2: is a really, really good uh, mindset.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, no, I really like their mindset for, for making games, for sure.
2: It it. Quantum, Quantic Dreams is really good and this also reminds me of uh, of the like you said, Control. you just picked up I cannot remember who who made it but like they made the Alan Wake series and then Quantum Break. They make the games that are so different from each other uh, but they all tie in uh, which seems like uh, Quantic Dreams is also having the same mindset about doing Uh, they want to have games that are completely different from each other but still have a continuity between each of them
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, while well, we're still in video games, you know, yep. uh Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War multiplayer update could be good news for those that hate SBMM. You want to know what SBMM is, guys? It's not BDSM. Yeah, I I said that. <laughs> so, uh, because <laughs> when I read that, I was just kind of I don't know, my eyes kind of messed it up, and I was like BDSM. What the fuck is going on in Call of Duty? You know what I'm saying? I need Your to hop on.
2: Was was was
1: was telling you it it was in other things you know what i'm saying but um for those who don't know sbmm stands for skill-based matchmaking which puts you in matches with players of similar skill this is also what a ranked mode does and thus it would seem redundant to have a ranked mode and casuals play playlists organized by sbmm so they're creating their new update that went live today uh essentially on february 8th like the game will add a highly competitive ranked mode which in turn has fans of the game like you know hopeful that sbm will be removed uh the the ranked modes will like really allow like the really good players to rise while the rest of us you know uh sit down here in pain that's what i always had an issue with like skill-based matchmaking yeah that's when exactly you're doing really low. good like on your like but you're not as good as everybody else like you haven't even prestige yet you know what i mean but you're yeah, getting in yeah. in games with people with prestige like 10 times and because you did good in a game beforehand and then they will
2: push you up in the ranks and now they're gonna push you back down exactly
1: but, exactly yeah
2: like in their with little this-
1: algorithm you know that's the
2: same thing that happens with Counter-Strike, which is another ga- big game on PC. I've rarely, I rarely ever even played it. But it has also that same format where it will put I you... I watched my friends systems. play that
1: game, but I never played that game. Yeah. I had it, no. It has the same thing no where need. it
2: will... Yeah. Uh, it will have the same thing where it will... If you do good in a game beforehand and you rank up, you'll be put in another game that has p- players that are better, uh, are similar to you, and... Then you get fucked over and then you get pushed down in rank and stuff like that.
1: Right. But yeah. uh, at the moment of publishing this article, you know, that I'm reading off of, neither Treyarch nor Activision have commented on the speculation in any capacity at all. So uh, it's unlikely that this will change. If it does, I'll be making sure to update the story. You know? Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty cool.
2: Uh, <laughs> and this is another reason why. Uh, sbmm is currently trending on twitter
1: yeah it is but uh other things that are trending on twitter the resident evil 8 vampire lady like she's so popular she's begun appearing in other games you guys know who i'm talking about like lady that,
2: dimitrescu yeah lady dimitrescu is her name
1: yeah lady dimitrescu uh, that's what her name is. She's the tall vampire lady. She's approximately two point nine meters or nine foot six with her hat and heels <laughs> on, and people oh want God. want to fuck her. Like yeah, this, this, you sent it, me a it, you it, sent it, me it. a meme of like a uh, like a flashlight like. But it was in, <laughs> pussy it and was ass. yeah the of pussy her. and ass like but it was in the it was in like a the loot box edition, yeah like Resident Evil yeah Resident Evil Eight, yeah, of Resident Evil 8 yeah. which was fucking hilarious like I yeah. I've sent that to like three people I'm it looks sure. so real I know I, it looks like it belongs in the meme or, or in the picture and then like the picture just kind of made it a meme and I started laughing yeah. at it because I was just like wow they're really going all out they're like yeah Lady <laughs> but like not
2: only as like memes come from her there's also a bunch of other shit um people on apparently animal crossing and sims have begun customizing their playable characters to look like her
1: yeah and um, making her like a super tall nine foot tall gothic woman like yeah so they're all like uh yeah i'm lady dimitriscu and everybody's like oh no there's another one here like because you know <laughs> all they want to talk about is fucking the vampire lady
2: They'll talk about her until the game comes out. And then when the game comes out, they'll talk about her even more. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: The the memes are going to surge. Don't worry guys.
2: Oh yeah. They're going to surge. Um, (laughs) but yeah.
1: Yeah. But Uh, moving on to uh, another game down here. uh, yeah. Okay. So your favorite, I I always have to do
2: my intro for this. This is about fallout 76. I don't care if you don't like it. I'm still going to talk about it. um, Uh, They have new stuff coming to the game, uh, which has been long-awaited for a lot of players, uh, old players and new players, including myself, uh, because they did say that they're going to implement this stuff uh, like a year ago, and it's finally coming. Uh, So this stuff is coming to the public test server, uh, which is going to be on Friday, February 5th. Uh, that's when it opens up and it will have the new features and improvements that they're planning to include in the next update, which will come around, I think, mid-March. And one of the big updates that they're, uh, features that they're adding is perk loadouts. So one of the big things in the game is that you get these cards, which you can build up your perk set, um, which gives you just, uh, better upgrades, not upgrades, but like advantages in the game and stuff like that. Uh, like better health or your armor doesn't wear down as much and stuff like that. Right. One big thing, though, that goes on in the game is that you always feel like you have to switch out your perk cards uh, to try to make a new loadout, essentially. And they're basically setting up where you'll have a second loadout option uh, that lets you... Let's see. One of the most common requests seen from the community is the way of completely reset your character's special attributes so that it, it's quicker and easier to overhaul your build. And starting at level 25, your character will gain access to the special loadouts, which will offer a brand new ability to reboot all your perks pretty much for free uh, whenever you're at your camp um, and lets you create a second special customizable uh, loadout for, for your character. And I know what I'm going to be doing
1: with that. So, <laughs> Making the yeah. nine-foot-tall gothic lady.
0: <laughs> no, um, I know, I, that'd be a,
2: that'd be fucking hilarious that'd be hilarious i i can see people doing that in the game because of how much customization but one thing that i had an issue always have an issue with is whenever i go back to my camp i always switch out my perk cards because i get better advantages for crafting and uh building and scrapping stuff and all that and well, it just feels like a hassle to just continually go, go in and switch them out consistently. When this makes it easier so I can just switch between one loadout when I'm at my camp and one when I'm on the go. Uh, and just have it done like that instead of just taking the time. Uh, another thing they're adding is camp slots. So originally you only have one camp. Now you're going to be able to have, I think, up to three camps. Uh, It can be tough to decide between building a brand new home or sticking with your current camp creation because you can only have one at a time. Going forward you won't have to choose whether to uh, option a wasteland B B, fortify a free states outpost, or run your own red rocket station. Instead camp slots will do that all. Your character will be able to build multiple different camps, each with its own location, build budget, custom name, and even unique map icon. While you are only able to have one active camp at a time on whatever server you're on, you can easily switch among the new camp builds uh, with the new widget that they're adding uh, and and camp icons on your map. Uh, So, yeah. They're just expanding more onto uh, just uh, player playability and stuff like that. Also, they're finally adding new stuff to the daily ops, which is like... Uh, this daily thing that they have where you it's like um, you take a four person team up to four people and you go in and you have to uh, clear out a shit ton of enemies it's like a, a, a timed firefight and they're finally adding a new game mode called decryption uh, which you and your teammates will hunt down enemy code cracker carriers in order to disable radio interceptors for Vernon Dodge. Enemies in encryption have extra deadly attacks that will bypass your armor resistances, so you may want to employ stealthier tactics to take them down rather than to brute force approach, which has been a basic thing in the, in the recent daily uh, ops. Uh, you just kind of shoot until you're done. <laughs> Uh, then they're also, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of other stuff, but I'm almost done. Uh, they're adding aim assist setting. So this is for people with controllers. They're basically just making a setting so you can adjust the aim assist to however you want. Uh, batch crafting. So as when you're crafting, it takes forever to craft like things because you, you have to craft them individually, but now they're adding where you can craft things together uh more world activity updates such as nuke zones nearby player vending machines events uh it uh, just gives you an easy way to find and fast travel to these activities it seems melee like a really attack big up- update yeah melee attack improvement like i i said in like at the beginning of 2021 on my own i said they really feel like they're trying to push <laughs> the good ap- updates for 2021 like they're trying to update player uh, quality as well as gameplay and I feel like by the end of this year they're going to have another massive update like they did with Steel Dawn um, which will just add a bunch of new quests new characters and new items and yeah so like the game is, is so much it's, it's fun Uh, it, well it, it I like it uh, because I like Fallout as a series um, but it feels like uh, they're taking their time to actually uh, fix what happened when they released it game day in 2018 right yeah so just some stuff on them uh but i think that's it for my fallout shit
1: oh okay uh well this has absolutely nothing to do with fallout but um, (laughs) uh an upcoming tabletop rpg is adapting avatar the last airbender and korra so, that's fucking exciting. Uh, it's coming to the tabletop gaming space thanks to a new licensing deal between Viacom CBS and Magpie Games. Both eras will be depicted in these books, giving players the tools to create their own protagonists. Some, someone might create a group of Earth Kingdom heroes during the war with the Fire Nation or a waterbender finding their fortune in Republic City. The role-playing game's core book is planned for a February 2022 release. Two supplements will follow. First one to be released August 2022 is named Republic City. Republic City was first established in the legend of Korra as a newly industrial and modern city with a population of millions of people from all over the world. Republic City has a lot of political conflict, industrial sectors, and triad gangs that menace the public. The second supplement, the Spirit World, will be released February twenty twenty three. The Spirit World was a major element of both the last Airbender and Korra, a parallel plane of reality full of spirits that embody aspects of nature or creatures like Ko uh like the, the fish. face stealer. Yeah, or the face stealer.
2: Yeah, that thing. Uh but, uh, yeah, that's exciting. It looks like they're setting it in for, like, a few years later down the line and stuff like that's that. That's
1: exciting. It makes me want to play it. Yeah, me too. I would love to play it. Me too. Especially uh, a story that's already, like, set up. You don't really uh-huh. have to worry about anything. There's just, like, an area where, like, DMs read the book and yeah, just yeah. follow the directions. That'd be so cool. it's pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh But... Speaking of something that's, like, I don't know if this is cool or not. Like, I'm just (laughs) a little scared based
0: (laughs) off of the article title. So,
2: I figured figured out that every time we do one of these, I find something weird and obscure, and I add it to the end. Like, last week, I think, was the Elder Scrolls chair. The week before was the Mountain Dew bottle, body pillow. Um... So I think I'm just going to keep up with this trend of adding weird stuff at the end of our podcast, such as this one, which is flattened fillets and tenderized tenderloins with Thor's mighty meat Mjolnir. Uh Oh
1: my god.
2: So Three and a half lunch,
1: inches in width. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fox Lunch is currently selling a meat tenderizer that looks like an exact replica of the God of Thunder Thor's most beloved hamburger. That's pretty hamb- cool. I'm not going to lie, honestly. Ammer uh, Mjolnir. Yeah, no, it looks really cool, and I, I would love to get it. And plus, it's pretty cheap. Uh, available on the official Box Lunch website, the Marvel Thor Mjolnir meat tenderizer features a metal head and a rubber handle and normally retails for twenty-four ninety, and is currently available at 20% off right now. It measures 3.5 inches in width and 8 inches tall with a 2-inch depth. And... Yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. Like, I would love to have this um, if I had money to spend. But, uh... Yeah, both the uh, product description and hammer itself reads whoever holds this hammer if they be worthy shall possess the power of Thor. The description continues this meat tenderizer will take you from food perp, perp to hero. Use responsibly.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah. But, uh yeah, you can have this thing for a, a pretty cheap price on uh, box lunch uh uh for a meat tender user, that is. <laughs>
1: you like my highlight job? Uh. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, what <laughs> <is this? laughs> 2490 20% off 3.5 inches
0: and eight inches tall.
1: Oh man. Um
2: but yeah, I think that's it for Yeah, I really think that's
1: it today. That. I'm just, you know, hulking out in my seat for no fucking reason over here. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Like I, yeah. I uh, Zach. Unless you have something, something else to say. Like um, uh, my, my end of the day. Um, you know, little g- to go piece of tidbit of life. Drink some fucking water, kids.
2: Yeah, drink water. I, I don't know what to tackle
1: on with that. Like literally, uh, it's such a serious thing. Like oh, people aren't drink drinking drinking water. Don't drink lunch juice. Don't. <laughs> don't even try to recreate it. It's trademarked already, guys.
2: It's trademarked by us and you yeah. cannot steal it. Sorry about um, that. This is yeah, the proof. Sorry about that. We we've already come up with the ideas for some of the the, the flavors and whatnot, so
0: Yeah.
1: We've got uh some beautifully disgusting flavors and colors mm. associated with these things. So
2: now we're thirty percent more chunks.
1: Thirty percent. I don't know. It was either 30 or 40. I don't remember. Four times as much raw meat. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, guys. We are done. Uh, We will see you guys Saturday for our weekly trash talk and then uh, Wednesday again. And that will be. You good? I was trying to count and see how many days the next uh what day the next wednesday was gonna be it's gonna be the 10th oh okay so i was i was just saying because like my surgery is on the 15th you guys are gonna get pre-recorded content for the week week of my surgery which uh, is awesome you guys are gonna listen to uh our friend john and me and zach and we're all gonna do another deep dive except this one's about Alien alien the, the series, series alien yeah. the film series alien the comic book the origins the imaginations the the you know uh just the the really the soul of yeah. uh it's been a while since we've done a deep dive and yeah this we haven't done here. it since last season guys so we're going to get into
0: it yeah, yeah. all yeah, right guys but, uh,
1: until then uh stay fresh uh drink your water Thanks for listening to the Spitting
0: Nonsense Podcast. If you enjoyed anything we talked about and want to support or talk to us, we have included all the links you need at the Spitting Nonsense Podcast on Discord. The link is posted in the description.
2: Thanks again for
0: listening.